Hello, and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We're your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie, and a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. Today is Monday, January 22nd, and we will be chatting all about hosting do's and don'ts, entertaining tips and tricks. And this is episode 176, which is crazy. So now it's time to grab your knitting or crochet or a drink or go on that walk and tune in because we're about to get started. Are we ready to start off, guys, with what's on our needles? Yeah. All right. I am working on the um, knit sampler blanket. I'm just catching up on my squares from our January pattern. So this is like a nice, easy, I can do it and talk to you guys all my other projects right now are a little too complicated for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. How about you, Kathy? I am working on right now, I am binding off a cowl, which is for the service project. We talked about service last week. So this is a cowl for the Siemens Church Institute. But just before we started to record, I was working on my crochet sampler blanket, which I love. And I can actually listen and watch while I work on it, but I can't talk. So I had to put that down. I love it. That looks so good. I'm so excited to add on to the next layer. Mine, I was doing the other night and I am, I'm so excited. I'm like cooking up a ton of ideas for that second square right now. I love it. All right. And then I have been working on a couple of things this week. I have been really trying to get my Moby sweater kind of going I'm ready to start my shoulders so I think that maybe tonight I'll sit down and spend a little time picking up some stitches and starting that process and then I am right now knitting on a class that starts this week actually the hibernation house socks so this is my cuff and it's an easy like knit through the back loop pearl wand ribbing which is very relaxing so I am doing that while we're podcasting tonight nice All right, guys. Well, I love this topic. I think that this is a really good one. I think this is one where I am excited to hear some tips and tricks that I can like steal. (laughs) Uh, I know. I feel like this is something that like I'm always looking for info on. So it's nice that we're talking about it. So why don't we start with talking about um, our tips and tricks for entertaining? What is it that you like pull out that you think is like a hack for your entertaining um well this is my entertaining hack if I'm like you know entertaining a large crowd like in the holiday season there's always people that want to bring something like they feel weird coming empty-handed so I make it a point to know those people or if they ask me, I just ask them, you know, bring your favorite appetizer, bring your favorite dessert or bring your favorite drink. Um, and then, you know, we have the the main meal stuff covered. Um, but like, you know, if they forget to bring an appetizer or dessert, it's not the end of the world. Um, it's not like, you know, the mac and cheese that everybody wants at dinner <laughs> if someone forgets that. Or like, you know, if something happens in their life and they can't, you know, even make it to the whatever event you're having, it's it's not the end of the world. So bring your favorite appetizer, bring your favorite dessert, makes it really easy on you and makes it fun for them too. Love it. That's Good a one. Great, great one. You know, I'm right there with you, Natalie. I need, I love this topic because I want to steal some of these ideas because 
I, you know, last week you mentioned this too about entertaining and I use the word entertaining and then I realized, you know what, it's not really entertaining. People entertain themselves when they're together. It's not that I'm doing a song and dance as you asked about. It's more so that I'm a hostess and making sure that the party just flows. So I'm hoping that this inspires me because Ed and I really don't do a lot of um, hostessing, hostess, I can't even say it. So I'm actually stealing from one of our very, uh, a very loyal listener. I think they'll know who they are, but I was invited to um, a party at their house this year and it was really nice. One of the things that they did, it was cold weather. And so they put a rolling coat rack in a place that was easy to access for you to hang up your own coat and then get your own coat when it was time to go. And it really inspired me to think, you know, having like a collapsible coat rack is probably a really good thing. And then you're not like, I can remember going places and somebody, either the host or the hostess is constantly running up and down the stairs to throw the coats on the bed. Mm -hmm. And then you have to go back up and get it. So you miss half the party. So mine is have a coat rack accessible for your guest. That's a really good one. That is a yeah. really good idea. It was great. It was wonderful. I love that. Well, yeah. I have, um, I have one, my, this is one that my mom taught me and I always do this not to throw away the chip bags when you throw things into bowls, because if things don't get finished, then you have nowhere to put like leftover stuff. So to always keep the packaging, if it's like resealable packaging or something you can put a clip on to things that you're putting out, especially like snacky things. So that's the Trisha DuPont hot tip of the day. <laughs> Great, reminder. Great reminder. Yeah, that's definitely one of those things that you might forget. You might forget and like throw that away before the end of the night. I have to make it a point because I'm one of those people when I'm hosting, Brianna, this is going to floor you. You're going to be like, no, you're not. When I'm hosting and there's people at my house, I am one of those people where once I do it, like I am just trying to get rid of trash. Like I'm yeah. trying to get rid of things as I'm doing it because I don't want it to look messy in my kitchen or anything. So I like am the first person that will like chuck it in the trash can. So I have to like remind myself like hang on to this like put it in the cupboard take it back out at the end of the night when you need to put stuff away so yeah it's, fine. it's so gratifying to to crumple up that bag and I think sometimes too like for me it would be a little bit of my nervous energy because I am nervous to have you know, to be responsible for this hostessing thing um that I just get the gratification of crumpling up that bag and throwing it in the trash but really save it yeah yeah, yeah. definitely love it Ooh. Do we have any more like dues, like hostessing dues? Um, I feel like, I don't know. Mine are really general and I feel like they might be, uh, everyone might do these, but this is just what I do. Um, Use what you have to serve your food. Like leave it in the cooking vessel that you cooked it in because it cuts down so much on washing dishes even if you have a dishwasher, if you're putting that, you know, big pot of spaghetti into a serving bowl or, you know, that whatever piece of meat onto a platter, even though you cooked it on a tray, you're going to have to 
clean twice as much and all of those things are very large pieces so they won't fit all in the dishwasher if that's what you're banking on but that's always like my number one thing I I end up making way too much food but you just leave it in what you cooked it in and no one will be any wiser no one's looking at your dishes to make sure they all match like just serve it out of what you cooked it in I love it. It makes it homier. You feel like you're much more a part of it too. Like, yeah, in that and actually being a guest even too, if you're bringing like the baked beans, do I really have to go buy some special container to transport the baked beans? Cause it would look nice. No, just leave them in the pot, put the lid on it. Yeah. And and bring it. Take the dirty pot home. Absolutely. So I, my, I'm with you, Brianna. I have lots of simple ones and maybe it was just also partly a, mat, a matter of revisiting some of these things and going, you know, being a hostess, having guests, having company is not really that hard. Just keep it in perspective. But this is something I'm going to say, you might laugh, but um, name tags, you know, if your party is going to be more than like six people who know each other really well, I like name tags, even if everybody knows each other, make them fun name tags. But I think it just gives everybody a sense of comfort because sometimes again, whether you're the guest or the host, you're a little nervous and you're you're not thinking clearly and you're standing there going, I can't think of their name. So I love name tags for everything um, I do. So I think even a party where you're the hostess in your home with you know more than like six people, I think it can. it's nice to have name tags. I love that idea. I was actually just recently at a get together that was with people that I know, but like not really. Um, like they're not close friends, they're not close family. It was like a mishmash of multiple different groups of people coming together. And name tags would have been very helpful because I am terrible at names. But if I have a name and I have a face, I remember like more about that person. Um, yeah. and you know, the next time you see them, you remember that too. Yeah. yeah. And when you're introduced to somebody, which is so fun, especially in a party, you know, where you're introduced and you're like, oh, that's who you are. It's still hard to keep that name connected to the face. So yeah, that name tag yeah. helps. It helps. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Especially if you're not a name person, I'm not a name person. So I don't like, I'm not going to remember it unless I hear it a couple times or I have a visual. Yeah. It's just who I am. <laughs> and I'm probably overanalyzing the whole name tag thing. I'm sure I am overanalyzing, but I think when we are comfortable with somebody's name, we're more comfortable just engaging a conversation with them, which is what company is all about. Yeah. Um, so it just makes you feel more comfortable to engage in conversation. Absolutely. Okay. I'm over the name tag thing. Moving on. <laughs> name tags. Mine is batch cocktails. Oh yeah. Uh, I love this for a party. It is my favorite move. I just find that it elevates everything. Like, so I actually learned this from a friend's mom who brought a ton of batch cocktails to like a party my friend was throwing. And, um, I just thought it was so fun and she had all the garnishes out. So I've done it a few times and like, we recently had people over and we did like a festive one for like Christmas time. So we had like it was cranberries juice, um, a little triple sec. And um, I think that was it mixed into like a pitcher. 
And then I had champagne on the side and we put out glasses and I had like rosemary sprigs and cranberries that you could top it with all kind of laid out. And I just think it's a fun, interactive way to like serve drinks. Like everyone can go do it. It kind of adds another element of like buffet into it. And I just thought it was fun. So I like doing that batch cocktails. I like that too. And if you, especially if you're having a lot of people over, you can just like make a ton and not have to worry about people, you know, making a mess of the bar area or like, you know, drinking out of the bottle. I don't know how wild your party's getting at. Um, no, but, you know, it's, it's just ready and it makes it easy for people to like choose a beverage. Like this is the cocktail or like water or the soda. So like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It just gives like that extra little option. Plus then I can break out my glassware, which I love. So <laughs> yeah. Kind of puts a little theme in there too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, do's, do we have more do's or do we want to go to don'ts you guys? I have another do. Do you Brianna? Oh, um, wait, mine a do or don't. Hold on. I think every do can be a don't too. Yeah. I flip it. <laughs> I could go either way. I'm ready for don't. <laughs> don't. All right, let's do let's don't. Go. So, um, this is like a big thing for me. If you guys haven't noticed that I'm like super organized and I just like to things like things to be a certain way, but like don't do things the day of the party that you're hosting. <laughs> Prep things as far ahead as possible. Um, you know, if if something can be like made a week in advance and frozen that is so much better than like waking up that morning oh crap I'm having people over at 6 30 tonight I have to work all day come home and then like cut all this cheese make my batch cocktail like put all of this stuff together just don't do that to yourself plan ahead don't do it all that day and then you don't want to be exhausted either for for whatever whatever you're hosting. You want to be able to like interact with people and like you know have that energy left for the event itself. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. I I it reminds me of my grandmother. And my mom did this for the little bit that she did, you know, entertain or hostess. Um if it was a sit down dinner at the dining room table, she always said it the night before. And it was kind of, fun. it was just nice. It was a big check off the list, but it was kind of neat to look at it. Okay. So my don't stand back, you guys, I'm going to just say it. Don't bother cleaning the baseboards of your house. Nobody is going to notice. So what I'm really saying is you've got to do a nice job cleaning the essentials and make them welcoming, especially the powder room. But Anything else, you know, you want the, the surfaces to be dusted and the glass to be wiped. But as far as, you know, really getting down there with baseboards, um, nobody's going to notice. Nobody's going to notice. So um, I think this was a hack back you know, when I was a, a young newlywed and I forget where it was in some woman's magazine. And it was basically, if you know, company is coming, kind of sit in the spaces where you know they'll be sitting and what you can't see, they can't see. So don't clean those spaces. It's okay that's a good one that is one that gets me a lot and it's just a thought and anymore but like I used to 
if anyone was coming over. I mean, it could be like my mom. If she, if I knew that she was coming over later, I would spend all day cleaning my house. And now I'm just like, you know, sometimes the thought comes like, oh, like, you know, these people are going to come by and pick this up. Like, we're not even having a party. And the thought's like, oh my God, I have to clean. I'm like, wait a second. No, I don't have to clean. <laughs> it's fine. No. No. And, and you know, you have company over and we've been those guests as well. Your house is always more cluttered when they leave. So yes. why am I tidying this all up for you to come clutter my house? Yeah. Tidy clean so after. Like, clean after. That's exactly. Clean afterwards. Yep. Mm-hmm. Clean that's a good one. I love that. I love that. My big don't is don't forget to check the expiration date on the things you buy at the grocery store. Mm. Mm. this happened to me recently and I was making a baked ziti I had bought cheese at the grocery store like shredded parmesan because I was skipping a step I didn't want to shred it myself and I open the bag and I go to sprinkle it on top and it's green so like you know nothing that you can do but I could have looked through the package at the grocery store before I bought it yeah I've done that before it was ruined I couldn't serve that so I yeah it out but wait did the thought go through your mind like could I just pick out all the bad stuff and still serve that so it happened and I told like Chris was like oh no and I was like if this was just us I would I would still put it in the oven <laughs> but it's not <laughs> just for us <laughs> the heat cooks all the bacteria out <laughs> yes it does and like if I was going to give someone an illness for my cooking it would be me so like that I would be fine with that but I don't know and Chris I guess by default because what he what I'm eating he's eating so yeah yeah (laughs) but not not people coming over my house I threw it out (laughs) yeah I would do the same thing that's hard could you go to the store to get ready for your party your dinner whatever you're having guests over for and you've got a list that's probably longer and a little different than your normal shopping list and you're just wanting to get all those things on the list and remembering to do the basics of looking at expirations yeah yeah and it wasn't even really expired it just must have had some air getting into the bag somewhere or something but like I definitely could see it if I had thought to look I just would never have thought that it would be a problem I don't know yeah (laughs) so anyway just check you never know (laughs) (laughs) that's my first don't do we have more don'ts you guys I have a a really silly one that might only pertain to me um but this this just happened recently um but if your dog takes anxiety medication don't forget to give your dog that anxiety medication before people come over I I recently I feel so bad because it 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 ruined my night and I'm sure like everyone else was uncomfortable too because my dog she gets so anxious around people she cannot calm down like she has no chill unless she's medicated um and you know if we have like a lot of people usually we'll even double her dose so she's just like chill all night but I had some friends just like stopping by for a couple of hours from out of town like over the holiday season it wasn't Christmas or anything but I didn't think about it far enough ahead of time like it takes time for that medication to like you know get into the dog system and they walked through the door and I was like oh my gosh Ellie is 
the worst dog in the world and she was just like all over everybody all night like in the you know facing people in the middle while they're talking to conversations and like jumping on people and I'm like I felt terrible it wasn't that fun and I'm sorry for everybody that was there my dog is wild when she's unmedicated but you know make sure that you remember to do those things too ahead of time yeah yeah oh poor poor baby Al (laughs) she's so cute but yeah she she gets very anxious when there's a lot of people she just like wants to know what's going on and is like very nervous and on edge and I feel bad I know I just want to give her a big old hug (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right I have another one too and I think this is partly because of my experience two weeks ago with making dinner that chicken noodle soup that became garbage don't try any new recipes for your party. Just stick with what you know, stick with what you do well. Or if you really want to try something new, be sure you test it out before you serve it to other people because it could be a disaster. And it's such a stressor that you don't need. And I typically, yeah. when you're a guest at somebody's house, you're you're happy to eat whatever it is that they're willing to make and share with you. It, it doesn't have to be anything brand new or anything. Just you're enjoying being with them and having a meal. So don't try any new recipes for that event. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a really good idea. And if it is a new thing, don't, don't make it an overcomplicated new thing. Like don't try to bake French macarons for dessert for your get together for the first time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Crock pot is best. (laughs) You can use your crock pot for your main meal. You're you're winning. (laughs) And and listen, if you're going to do that too, have a backup plan, like have a frozen pizza or like have the number for your Chinese food takeout place. Be ready. Yeah. (laughs) Just be ready. I love it. I love it. Well, mine is always buffer in time to give yourself the opportunity to get ready. Don't sacrifice the time that you need to get ready because you deserve to feel like you're going to a party too, even though you're hosting. So there have been times where we're having people over where like I'm rushing like to get myself presentable because you know, we all know what we look like when we're getting ready to host. It's not, at least in my situation, it's not pretty. Like I am in my workout clothes. I'm probably scrubbing floors. I'm cooking dinner. It's not cute. So if I have to run and I don't get time to make sure that like I'm put together, I'm going to feel crazy all night long. So especially when everyone shows up and they look nice and then I'm like, oh God, yeah, how terrible. <laughs> that is a good one. Don't forget about yourself. Yeah. Give yourself enough time to like feel good about how you look. Your house is what your house is. Yeah. No one, no one will care, but take care of yourself, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't scrub the baseboards. Make sure you do your hair. Put some lipstick on. Don't don't scrub the baseboards. <laughs> I I love how you said that. It it's like your party too. Like yeah, you to feel like you're going to a party. Yeah, and I think it changes. I at least for me changes the entire vibe of my night. Mm-hmm. Like hostessing, I am way more confident. I'm way more. I don't know. Like willing to you know beat past any tiredness that there might be from preparing all day if I feel good and I I know like I like what I look like mm-hmm. so 
that's a, that's a win for me. If I can buffer in the time to look the way I want to. And a happy hostess is important for the whole thing too, because that can affect your guest as well. Yes. If you're yeah. if you're not quite like being happy there, going, oh my gosh. So yeah. welcome nice. America. <laughs> yeah. it, it all depends on you. It does. Exactly. I love it. Awesome, you guys. Well, any other do's or don'ts, honorable mentions? Um, I I don't know. My goal is always just to have like if it's a more structured event, like if you're hosting dinner, um, like have a loose plan, but like also have fun too. Yeah. Like don't be afraid to stray from the plan if that's who you are. Yeah. 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 And too, like when everyone shows up, everyone wants to help out too. So mm-hmm. like, it's okay. If yeah. something like were to catch on fire in your kitchen, someone will be close. You're good. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Keep it simple. Have fun. Um, because it is your party too. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Well, I got my tips to take away. So stay tuned. Me too. I'm excited. Watched cocktails and keep the bags. I love it. There you go. All right, guys. Hard hitting questions. Do we want to jump into what's for dinner? Oh, um, tonight we had dinner before the podcast. And we had hot dogs and baked beans, you guys. It was awesome. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I'm jealous. <laughs> There's nothing like a good hot dog. Um, okay, so we had dinner also before the podcast because it was leftovers from last night. I made meatloaf and the roasted carrot and apple concoction that I do now and noodles. And then I got this bread that was from the bakery. And that was our dinner. Pretty hearty stuff here at the Finley household. Nice. Great. Um, well, I am in a relationship with my KitchenAid pasta attachment. So we did pasta again on Monday night. Um, because well, when I work from home, I can take like 10 minutes from my lunch break and like put my dough in my mixer. It's great. And then it sits, and then after work, I I roll out my pasta and I toss it in the water, and we have pasta but we made shrimp scampi and I have never had better shrimp scampi Chris even when we were eating before the podcast was like this is maybe the best thing you've ever made and I was like it's a Monday can you believe it wow so (laughs) I praise here in in the in the DuPont farmer household and I have to say my my mother-in-law my father-in-law got this for us for Christmas and we have so far had like a hundred percent success rate with this attachment. It's great. It's so cool. Natalie, you're going to have to get like a kitchen aid and the attachment for the office so that you could throw it in at lunch when you're in the office and then just bring the pasta home too. Yeah. I'll be on the train with my pasta dough in my bag. I don't see anything wrong with that. (laughs) Wouldn't that be a great little like um, perk team building thing for employees building morale? We're going to put some appliances in the kitchen. So while you're having lunch, you can get your dinner started too. (laughs) That's actually really nice. I support it. Yeah. Yeah. Chop your veggies up at work before dinner. Yeah. Yeah, There you go. A little prep, a little prep. All right, guys, what's your favorite thing of the week? Well, my favorite thing this week has been um, seltzers, flavored seltzers, just, you know, like canned at the grocery store. I am in love with black cherry seltzer. I don't know why. John thinks it tastes like medicine, but I love it. No, they're the best. I'm addicted to them. I have a soda stream that I use, but my um, 
my thing is out the carbon that they use i need to get a new one so i've also been buying grocery store seltzers and i am addicted to lime seltzer from the grocery store yeah we might be um investing in a soda stream because we're addicted to the seltzer now it's worth it it is so worth it and i'm very lucky my workplace has basically the equivalent of a soda stream so i stay every day with seltzer water it's the yeah. bubbles i just feel like it's a special little drink and they're just the right amount of bubbles you know it's yeah. it's not like that too bubbly it's just enough that it breaks up the that water flavor and that is my favorite too brianna and it does taste a little bit like cough syrup the black cherry seltzer mm-hmm. from the grocery store but i am that generation and maybe you guys are too where we ate cough drops as candy when we were kids and i think it was the smith brothers <laughs> that we had and it reminds me of that so anyway um there's nothing wrong with eating cough drops or drinking cough drops okay my favorite thing I absolutely I'm in love with it this week it might be right up there with the pasta thing for your KitchenAid um my relationship this week is with my O-Steeter spin mop and Mm. yeah you know Natalie when when it was your bridal shower you had that on your list I got you one and I got me one I love that thing. Nothing cleans the floors after a snowstorm better and easier than the O-Cedar spin mop. Yeah. Don't you just feel so productive? Yes. Uh, I I have it sitting. What's that? It's so easy to use too. And like compact. It's not like a giant mop and bucket thing. Yeah. And it's sitting in our shower. I just left it on the shower because that's an easy place for me to dump the water, refill it. And like part of me, every time I go there, I get it because I'll do it whenever I see salt coming in on the floor. I don't like that look on the wood floors, the salt. And um, it's hard to control with this weather. But uh, I want to take this the mop and do my shower walls. I'm like, I bet you this would even clean the shower walls pretty well, too. So anyway, I love that thing. Oh, I love it. I love it. I was going to, I was going to bust mine out this weekend and I was like, no, I'll wait. I'll wait till next weekend. But now I'm jealous. I just, there's no better feeling than freshly mopped floors, in my opinion. And doing it, there's something about, I like to sweep. There's something about that motion of moving a mop or moving a broom that is just really nice. Yeah. For me, it's not a vacuum. I am a mop or a, a broom. Yep. I love it. I love it. Well, I I kind of have two, but I use them together. So I'm going to call them one thing. Um, My skin's been really dry because of the winter time. Just this past week's been really, really bad for me. Um, So I have been trying to figure out what to do about that. Because when I try to put makeup on now that I'm no longer working from home full time and need to be like presentable outside of my house during the week, I am having issues. So I um, have been using the Aveeno exfoliator. It's like a gentle exfoliator. It's a chemical exfoliator um, followed by a um, oatmeal mask that I have from First Aid Beauty. And that combo is like re like just bringing my skin back to life the past couple of days. So that's my current favorite thing. I woke up the first day after using them back to back and I was like, Ooh, did I just crack the code? Did I just figure something out? Do I need to hit the TikTok with this one? Let everyone know, but it's been working really well for me. So that's my new favorite situation. Nice. 
Yeah. Very cool. You know, speaking of dry, um, I noticed it particularly too in my hands and I, I don't know why, but I used to always use rubber gloves to wash my dishes. Mm-hmm. And for some reason I stopped using them and just simply going back to using rubber gloves. Cause we don't have a dishwasher and I like to wash with really hot water. What a difference wearing rubber gloves makes. Plus rubber gloves when you're handling dirty dishes just feels a lot better too. So yeah. Dirty. Yeah. I definitely recommend if you're not using them now, rubber gloves. I need to do that. Yeah. yeah that's a that. really good idea. Keeps your hands still soft. No, no dryness, no breaking. I love it. All right, guys. Well, what about news and updates? What do we need to tell the people? Well, I think with Roots, I actually just updated some things on our website. Um, But at Roots, we are still doing communities twice a month. So February is coming. Our February community dates are available, as well as some of our February classes. They're starting, you know, in the next two, three weeks, um, but there's still availability for registration and there's still time to register too um, for some of those upcoming classes. So be sure that you do that. So you, you know, get all the information that you need on time and you're ready for class with us. Um, And then also I totally forgot to mention this last week, but um, Roots is collaborating with our um, local knitting group, Second Saturday Service Knitting, um, that's based out of Swarthmore. So we do have an email that will be going out in a few days regarding that. Um, so if you were looking to do some service crafting this year, SSSK is the group to go to. It's just like a monthly, super low commitment uh, knitting and crochet group. Um, I'm going to be there. Kathy is there too. Um, So we'll have a good time with that. But like I said, more information will be coming out in the email in a couple of days. And that information is also up on our website too. Um, If you guys want more information, feel free to email us about it. Very cool. Yeah. Fun group, low commitment, just perfect mix there. I love it, you guys. That's so great. How about you, Kathy? Any news and updates? The news and update for me is always going to be, what are we going to talk about next week? So next week, if we can do it again, Mm -hmm. it's 177. That's crazy. And we haven't had a KSL Rewind for a while. We say that 10 times, KSL Rewind. So we are going to rewind episode 10. For those who are listening now, if you want to listen to episode 10, um, you'll hear what we're going to talk about. And we're going to re-talk about our corner of the world. We haven't talked about that since we recorded it on September 14th of 2019. So time to revisit that corner of the world because some of our corners have changed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. That's going to be a good one. It will be. All right. All right. Awesome. Anything else we should shout out or we feel good? Oh, I I think we're good. Amazing. All right. Well, we wonder, are you listening? Please add a review to where you listen to KSL. Share us on Facebook and Instagram to let us know that you are listening and we are making a difference. We'd love to hear from you and invite you to join us as a guest on a future podcast. We promise there is no work involved. If you're interested, please email Kathy or Brianna and Natalie if you'd like to join us on a show. Be sure to read the show notes for links to our emails. Hopefully by now you finish your project, drink, or walk because it's time for us to bind off.
Thanks for listening. 